So we just sat down recently with Chris Scott and did an interview and it was, it, it seemed like it was a bit of a farewell interview, but by all means it wasn't. It was just, we're giving him the respect that's due to him because he's about to get out of the Marine Corps. You know, he's left the shooting team recently to take, uh, be a part of the advanced marksmanship training package, which is in, in effect going to have a greater influence on marksmanship in the Marine Corps. And, you know, he's somebody that I respect and I've had the pleasure of working with. And I just wanted to say how much fun I've actually had with this interview. Yeah, Matt, I agree. It's clear listening to him talk about his time as a part of the shooting team in the AMTP. Um, typical for folks to start to feel really nostalgic um, as they look back on the time they've had uh, in their careers, but especially with him and the, le the level of reach and impact that he's had and the people he's been able to influence. Um, I think you really, you hear that come through in his voice and the things that he talks about in this episode. I got to say, he's probably one of the most humble individuals I've ever worked with and ever met. Um, he's good. He knows he's good, but he's not, he, he's going to have, he has that level of humility where he's not going to come off that, I'm, I'm good. Uh, he just, he, he stays in his own head. He comes up with the plan and he executes the plan the way he needs to execute it. Um, he knows how to tune a lot of things out. And I think we can all learn a lot just by watching him. And I've had, you know, I've been one of the lucky ones who's able to watch that firsthand you know, and just talking to him and, and kind of picking his brain. He's kind of a, a genius whenever it comes to a lot of that stuff. And, you know, it's, it's something I've never experienced anywhere else. Yeah, that stood out to me uh, as we were talking to him. He's got a true competitor mindset. We, I think it'd be very easy for him to rest on his laurels now that he's won a gold Lockheimer and all of those other accolades. But instead of talking about that and um, just, you know, in, enjoying the moment, he's already talking about other individuals that um, are better than him. He's already focused out and beyond. So I don't think this is the last we're going to hear from Chris Scott. I think we're going to continue to hear from him as a competitor and hopefully in the future as a match director. Um, but I think he's got a bright future ahead of him, and I'm excited to see what he accomplishes in the future. Yeah, I mean, I guess the best thing I could say is, oh, Captain, my captain, farewell. Uh, it's not a goodbye, but I look forward to seeing you as we move on in, in our professional lives after the Marine Corps. So I hope you all enjoy this episode. It was really fun doing this. And I really hope you catch the emotions that are, are coming through in it. Um, enjoy. We'll, we'll hear from you soon. Give me a nod when you're ready. Shooter's ready. Stand by.
Hello, everyone. This is Matt Gunlock from the 3G IQ podcast. I'm joined here today with my co-host, Frank Gao. And then our special guest is Chris Scott. Haven't heard him in a while, so here we are. Chris, um, while we start this out, can you go ahead and tell everybody what you've been up to since the last time you've been on here, which was what, probably back in October, November? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, yeah, I mean, first off, uh, excited to be back. It's fun to do these podcasts. Um, yeah, and let's see. I was on the team for a little bit. I uh, finished up the McMick and Oki, and then uh, Battalion started up this advanced marksmanship training program, uh, mobile training team, and uh, they had me head that up. So now I'm over working at the marksmanship program management section, uh, running this mobile training team. Uh, just a lot of training uh, since I left the shooting team in about, I think it was February. We've just been on the range on weapons train battalion, getting spun up on the whole program, uh, developing the group of guys. And we're actually going to be leaving this weekend for our first uh, mobile training team down in Camp Lejeune for SOI East. Yeah. And then uh, MPMS, for those who don't know it, or Marksmanship Program Management Section, it's kind of like a... Uh, Oh, let's see. I'm kind of this guy that shoots over there, so I don't know if I'll be able to get the best answer. But um, they kind of help write doctrine for the Marine Corps, don't they? They do, yeah. So they're they manage. Uh, it's in the name, huh? Uh, they manage uh, all the marksmanship, uh, like doctrines. Uh, there used to be like a MRM that went out each year, saying what you could do, uh, what weapons you could use on the annual call. They're not doing that anymore. Uh, they were the ones behind uh, the annual rifle qualification uh, changing and coming out. Um, they just developed, which is what I'm involved with, um, this new marksmanship program uh, that all the um, infantry can be getting uh, at the SOIs or schools of infantry. Uh, so, like, let's see, publications for, like, how to shoot a rifle, table one, uh, they manage all that stuff. And then also some like kind of had their foot in some research and development working with like Syscom, the Office of Naval Research. Uh, they do kind of a little bit of everything. It's actually been a very uh, fun experience. I, I'll be honest, at first I was kind of bummed uh, to be leaving the shooting team, uh, but it's been an awesome experience getting to see kind of some of the broader picture type stuff. Uh, and then also working with a lot of the other shooting team guys who came over there. I think we have a crew of like, uh, like eight guys. Um, and we brought just going off the top of my head, you throwing out a number, like five guys from the shooting team over. So it's pretty shooting team heavy. And then we have some guys from, uh, within the battalion who are also instructors. Uh, we even have our uh, token armor. Uh, so we have a 2112 or precision weapons repairman who came over. He's, you know, a good shot too. Uh, so it's been it's been a ton of fun. Hey, Chris. So I know you're coming up on your um, your end of service here in the Marine Corps. So what are your plans after you get out? Yeah. So um, it's coming up here in July, uh, just a couple months away. And um, right now, uh, what we kind of have set in stone is we'll be uh, selling the house here out in Virginia. We uh, bought a 
a little short school bus, uh, just like the one I used to ride back in high school. And uh, we're converting it into an RV and just going to drive around the country uh, until about October, maybe longer. We'll see where the, where the wind blows. Um, and then we're probably moving to Tucson after that. I'll uh, go to school for a little bit. Uh, my wife's a nurse, but she also coaches soccer. Uh, so going to pursue some of that. And then, um, yeah, long-term goal. We'll, we'll see how it all pans out. A lot of life can happen is uh, join some sort of law enforcement uh, in a couple of years. Um, also looking at staying in the reserves. Um, yeah, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. That, that, that one's not set in stone yet, but definitely looking at the reserve side. Yeah. Um, so I think I've done about five or six PCS across the country. Um, what's one stop that you're really excited with something you're excited to see, um, while during your drive? Oh, see. well, first and like, right when I EAS, um, or start terminal, we're going to just do a straight shot to Tucson, Arizona and, um, move all our stuff. Uh, so that one's not going to be too scenic. We're just going to beeline it. Um, how are you moving all your stuff? Uh, so I'm doing it in the, I have an old van too that I was converted into a camper. Um, that's uh, maybe some people have seen around some of the matches. Um, yeah, moving it in that. Unfortunately, I don't have any air conditioning. So it's going to be a bit of a bit of a hot move in uh, July going to Arizona. Um, and we're just doing like a convoy of our cars. Uh, we have like way too many cars right now. So we're driving out like three vehicles. Um, and yeah, moving ourselves. Uh, but as far as like our more scenic trip goes, um, let's see. We're going to be going up to like Acadia in Maine, Acadia National Park. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Um, then we're going to work our way across country and go down the West Coast. Uh, so I've been there before, but like going to Montana, like Glacier National Park, uh, will be a good time. And then, um, like Yellowstone, pretty excited for that. Um, yeah, it's probably like Yellowstone or Glacier National Park, but we'll see what other like Walmart parking lots or random national parks we stop at between here and there. You kind of made me realize that I completely forgot to do the planning on this, but we do have a trip that we have to plan for. And uh, I think we said in May going on a trip like out into Shenandoah national park with uh, the guys on the team. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be gone for like two weeks beginning of May. All right. So, so uh, <laughs> we may have to push it back. We'll link up and figure it out, but that'd be cool if we can yeah. get the guys together. It'd be nice to get like one last little hurrah, like, um, yeah, kind of you and me both uh, went separate ways from the team there for a bit. Mm -hmm. So it, we didn't really do the proper goodbyes. I know you're back, but you're in um, kind of focusing on retirement and stuff. Yeah. So it'd be fun to see everybody again. So obviously you and I have been working together for about three and a half years and we've uh, spent a lot of time working together, you know, from the first time you met me and me forcing my way into my office because the door was locked and we didn't have a key for it 
to travel in the country together and putting on ma- matches in multiple geographic locations. What was your favorite trip that we have been on as a team and why? Oh, it's hard to pick just one. Um, I mean, there's, there's quite a few that stick out. Like that first trip we went uh, to Okinawa, mm-hmm. we ran that there. Uh, that was pretty cool. Cause I was like, my first experience like traveling to McMick. And I mean, I thought we, we put on a good match and it was a fun environment working with all the guys. Uh, say when we went out to Wyoming for the Wyoming Governor's, Governor's Cup, that's another one that sticks out. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's my favorite or not. I'll probably think of another one later, but uh, awesome match. Um, I mean, we got paid to go to Wyoming and like (laughs) be out there. I mean, not around any Marine Corps base or anything. It it definitely made me realize like, wow, this is definitely a dream job. And I have the best job in Marine Corps. Um, We even like went whitewater rafting. Uh, We went on a hike. uh, Apart mountain. That was a good time. Yeah, that was a good time. That was (laughs) That was a little bit more work than I think we're both expecting. Yeah. <laughs> we got pulled over by a, sh- a cop in Montana because we were driving a blacked out SUV and he thought we were running drugs. Yeah. We showed him some match videos. We got out of it though. Yep. We're out. <laughs> He's like, where yeah. are you guys coming from? Quantico, Virginia. Why do you have a Minnesota ID card? That's where I'm from. I'm in the military. Oh, okay. What you doing out here? Oh, well, we're on the Marine Corps shooting team, and uh, we were just out here for a match. Would you like to watch a video? Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I think he was, like, the sheriff, too. I mean, yeah. probably, like, a town of, like, 500 people. But, yeah, that was um, that was an awesome trip. That's probably one of the ones that sticks out. That was a good time. Um, really good match, too. I, I don't want to just, like, say all the fun we're having besides doing our job, but, like, we were doing our job with our shooting. That was, that was mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. No, uh, honestly, uh, you know, asking that question and before you even answered, like I kind of knew you were going to choose that, but for me, I was going to choose that as well. Like Wyoming was just a, such a beautiful part of the country and I would love to go back out there and like hike that mountain again and, you know, see, see even more of the sites. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, probably getting too sentimental here, but, like, there's just a lot of good conversation, too, and, like, it's fun hanging out with you. But, okay, enough of that. <laughs> so you touched upon it briefly. Um, you said, you you know, one of the best jobs in the Marine Corps, but you've had a very unique experience. So you did a little bit of time in the fleet, and then you were the action team OIC. You put on these matches, like, all around the world for the Marine Corps, and then you transitioned to AMTP. What's something you've learned that you would like to convey to the rest of the Marine Corps at large? Oh, uh, let's see. Um, I'm not like any like grand old like wise person or anything. Uh, pretty good at shooting guns and try to like run some good matches and push the program. Um, uh, let's see. I think a lot of times like people get wrapped up like there's there's the big ego thing like shooting something about like being a guy like every guy is like i'm a man i'm i'm good at shooting and they wrap up like their whole identity in that 
and it it crumbles down around you pretty stinking fast when you like go to some civilian match and you get whooped by like the Williams sisters who like they at that time they couldn't even drive yet um so you kind of have to get humbled real quick so I think just going in with a um a humble mentality like uh towards marksmanship is a really big thing like realizing you can become a big fish in a little pond pretty fast in the marine corps um but just like always trying to learn is i mean that's kind of a cliche answer uh but also another thing that i think um, matt and i've seen a lot uh across the mic mix is like guys constantly talk about how they're like better with their gun from home or whatnot um if you can shoot you can shoot don't matter what gun it's with yeah so like being a, a true like marksman or, or whatever you want to call it um i think it's important to just like cross train with a lot of different stuff um and not get too wrapped up around the axle like i need these ideal conditions um like just show up and grab whatever you got and you should be able to shoot it pretty well if you're actually truly as good as a lot of people think they are um so yeah just coming in with an open attitude and accept the training from anybody that you come across like I've, I've learned a lot of things from a lot of guys um from a lot of different positions and if i would just like shut them out because i think like oh i you know went to this match or something or did this good at this match I, i'd be in a lot worse place than i am right now yeah, I'd, uh, I'd agree with that sentiment. I think what keeps a lot of Marines from jumping into competition is they get wrapped up on gear. A lot of people get wrapped up on gear. And my attitude is more like, hey, if all you got is a loner Glock and some SIF gear, that's what you should come and send it with. And we'll figure it out from there. So, yeah, absolutely. I think people get a little too wrapped up um, in gear. Uh, this last Mick East, the top shoot, a lot, of, a lot of my shooters would get wrapped up and say like, I can't believe we're competing against M27s and M18s. And I was quick to point out that I was able to medal with an M9. And on the rifle side, the top shooter, um, Austin Hill, he was rocking M16 with the ACOG. Wasn't rocking M27 with the SCO. So, yep, it is the shooter. I'll even say that an M9 is a much better weapon system to compete with than an M17 or an M18. Uh, straight up, you know, it's a heavier weapon system. It has less recoil. And the only thing you have to get through is that double action. So, you know, you have a smooth trigger uh, press after that. You know, the M18 is not a bad weapon system, but you're fighting more recoil. It's plastic and you ha it's striker fire. You know, uh, it's not a competition gun. Yeah, the sights on the M9 are a lot better, too. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I would say that our, our SL3, like the uh, holsters and everything for the M9 are a lot clunkier in general. I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, we've seen it time and time again where the guy who wins the rifle match has an M4 and M16 instead of an IAR. That being said, if he had an IAR, maybe he would have won by even more. But it's, it's it comes cool. down to skill. Yeah. Yeah, prior experience and skill and having a level head on your shoulders in a match goes a long way. So... You know, you've been dedicated to providing quality matches to the Marine Corps through our Marine Corps marksmanship competitions and Marine Corps championships. This year, you know, you actually got to participate in your first Marine Corps championships. 
since prior to coming to the team. What was that experience like? I couldn't think of a better way to uh, conclude my time with the team. Um, it's been, I've been super lucky uh, on like my whole Marine Corps experience. Um, like, and thankfully the marksmanship uh, or the competitive marksmanship um, program, in the Marine Corps has kind of been there with me the whole time. I got to my first unit and pretty much immediately they're like, Hey, you're a brand new second lieutenant who doesn't like have much of a job right now, or you're dispensable. Um, we need a firing officer for like this match. And I was like, Oh, cool. I didn't know they did that. And so right at the beginning kind of got hooked into the match thing. was able to kind of shoot with the team for a summer and then come to the team. Uh, and that's kind of where I am now. Um, or just left. So it was, it's kind of spanned this whole time. So there's a lot of times during uh, the match this year, uh, the championship that I just was like walking around and like reminiscing on all the things I've done uh, kind of in relation to the shooting team and just being really thankful for that. Um, I was walking along sat range and I just like remembered, like I shot there and I mean, TBS, I shot some matches on, on sat range and just like, even just looking back at like what it looked like back in, you know, 2014 or whatever. The uh, old McDonald's house or whatever was there. Yeah, it, it was, was, it was trash. It was trash. And like, um, to where it came from now and don't get me wrong. I like was not the person that cleaned up that whole range or pushed that initiative. Like major hit check is like he, been on the ranges on what battalion yep he pulled um, everybody out and everybody from the team out and he's like let's go do this and they did it yeah and which so that was that was cool just a little bit more of a visual thing but um yeah walking along sat range and looking at like wow we're like shooting on a range that looks like an actual range um there's like walls and all these things that you'd see at a uspsa match we have a US a team that shoots just USPSA. Um, that didn't exist before. Uh, we have guys coming to the team who are already at like the master, grandmaster level. Um, like that, those changes are huge. That that wasn't happening really a few years ago. Uh, so it made me really proud of like, um, hopefully I was able to have a little influence on that or, um, help push it a little bit so just seeing the guys out there running the match working their butt off i know how hard they work to to run those things um just filled me with a lot of pride on like the part i was able to play on that or uh yeah and then also like just the the quality of individual that's on the team right now uh there's a lot of a lot of really good guys um just like on and off the range even like just as dudes not even just as marines uh, good people. So yeah, it, it made me pretty proud uh, to compete in it. And as far as just being on the competitor side, like, gosh, dang, that is so easy compared to being on the staff side. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I didn't have to worry about a dang thing. It's like, what time do you need me to show up? Cool. Like kind of show up then, um, leave at the end of the day. <laughs> and I would drive past like 
I mean, it felt for the guys, but like I drive past all the cars, the shooting team office, like planning for the next day, doing meetings and all that stuff. Um, Probably saying suckers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it was super enjoyable on the Confederate side. I was walking around smiling like the whole stinking time. Like, uh, yeah, like the whole time. I, and I got to shoot like, I've never shot like an actual uh i think i shot a division match so it's kind of like a bullseye rifle match mm-hmm. um, but like shooting with all the gear and stuff like i hadn't done that in like an official match so that was kind of fun and then like talking smack with the guys and just winging shots like crazy with bullseye pistol it was still fun being out there um and yeah it was it was a super good time being on the receiving and kind of seeing the fruits of some of our labors as a competitor was encouraging and cool way to go out. So I, I do have to say, uh, Lockheimer, you won the gold Lockheimer. You came first place out of all the matches, like, or cumulatively, you had the highest percentage out of everyone else shooting all the matches. What, what was that like? What was that, you know, the feelings being up on stage, you know, you essentially won Marine Corps championships. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was pretty cool. Um, don't get me wrong. It's like a neat way to end. Uh, uh, my wife got to be there for the ceremony. So it's kind of cool. She gets to peek in the world a little bit. She normally just hears me like talking about work when I come home or (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she hears me talking with you, Matt, on the phone like every night. So uh, it was cool for her to see that. And then kind of like they make it a, you know, pretty big deal uh, at the ceremony and stuff. So that was, that was cool. Um, yeah, I mean, so I've been afforded a lot of opportunities within the Marine Corps to shoot. And it's kind of like my main hobby. Um, so there's kind of... I should be decent at it um, type of thing. Uh, so, the, I mean, there was a little bit of pressure on, like, I should probably perform well. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was cool to do it. Um, it. I'll be honest, it was never really goal of mine because um, I, I didn't really think of competing in it that much. It's been usually been more on, like, the match director side of it. Uh, so even like when I was there at the award ceremony, it was like thinking about what I'm supposed to do when I walk across the stage. Cause I missed like all the awards practice because I was in TRS and I screwed up a little bit. So, I mean, once I screwed up, it kind of got rid of some of those nerves. Um, but it was really fun, uh, to be there with the guys. And then like, after I got to take a picture with like a lot of the shooting team guys, whichever ones were within like eyesight when I wanted to take a picture kind of wrangled up on the stage um kind of thought that was like the coolest part um getting to be there with the shooting team guys kind of like trying to make them proud a little bit like um taking a picture with all of them I mean that, that was the biggest deal during the match I was just trying to have fun I was trying to be Columba during the two-gun match and then I was just trying to shoot to my best because I knew I was like way behind going into the USPSA and the two gun match. So, you know, I had a lot of ground to make up, but I didn't really think about it too much until don't me wrong. Like the final night I was refreshing the scores, like every 30 seconds, trying to see if I got it or not. 
Well, I just want to say congratulations. Awesome achievement. Uh, awesome went way to end, you know, your time in the Marine Corps on the active duty side. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. It was pretty neat. And it was, it was really nice hearing a lot of people had a lot of kind words to say, and that, that meant a lot to me. Yeah, congrats from me as well, Chris. And what an awesome way um, to send off your time in the Marine Corps. But, you know, you mentioned being in a really great mood. Um, it's because you're shooting so damn well. And as one of the shooters left in the wake of your rampage at championships, what's it like to be a cyborg from the future sent back just back in time just to wreck people at action shooting? <laughs> well, um, first off, I don't, I don't think that's true, but maybe I'm a robot that's not self-aware. Definitely um, felt that way. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's been a long journey. Um, I didn't start off like super good. Uh, and I would still say I'm not like super good. Um, kind of talk about that big fish in a little pond type thing. Um, the Marine Corps, like competitive shooting um, crowd or like group is, is pretty small compared to like the big Marine Corps. Um, and don't get me wrong, there's definitely like a lot of really good competitors within it, but I've been crushed so many times consistently throughout my whole shooting career at civilian matches. So it's like, uh, it hasn't been able to get in my head that I'm good. Um, like there's these, <laughs> I mean, you guys have both been to the matches. Like there's people that look like they should maybe be on like professional bowling tour or something else instead of like, like Dylan easily. <laughs> I didn't name any names. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's a wide range of like very athletic people also like Dylan easily, I guess <laughs> That's what I was talking about. Um, but yeah, there, just been getting beat like all the time these civilian matches so it's um i don't i don't really feel that way um especially like anytime amu shows up at a match it's like ah oh, cool another military guy and oh they got first military suite like i came within 10 percent. that's awesome <laughs> yeah so it, it hasn't really felt like it it's it, the main people i compete with are the people on the team like me and Raider get really stinking competitive with each other. Um, and it's fun, super fun. And then like me and Glombo were getting really competitive. We were looking at the scores on our tablet going in the last stage on the two gun match. And we were talking a bunch of crap to each other. Um, so that, that was honestly the funnest part. So, I don't know. I don't think I'm, there's a lot of people way better than me. So actually, goes well into my next question. So a lot of Marine Corps shooters are looking at you as the guy to beat. Um, so, but truth is like the civilian, the skill curve in civilian competition is like you said, that much steeper and it's very crowded at the top and there's a lot of really good shooters. So who's someone, I think you might've already mentioned some of those folks, who's someone that you look up to that you uh, gauge yourself off off of that you're always like that you're looking to uh to beat when you go to those competitions yeah i mean kind of the easy pickings are like there's the amu guys i mean they're they're the best of their game they are in their good. way yeah they're they're really good 
And the worst part is they're nice people and I hate it. I just hate it so much. I like wish they were jerks. So I just could hate them. But um, yeah, that's, that's really the biggest people besides the guys within the team. Like I will, don't get me wrong. I want to see everybody succeed within the shooting team. I love that tone of voice. As long as they don't beat me. I want to like, just we're, we are super competitive towards each other and it's really fun. Um, and like, I they're, I mean, Guamba smoked me in a lot of stages. So like, they're definitely getting very good. Um, but yeah, it's like AMU guys or whoever's winning nationals, like that's, that's the guy to beat. Um, and like Hetherington, I, I want to beat him. Not very close yet. Uh, Nate Saskowitz is just freaking beast and a really nice guy and I hate it. And uh, yeah, it's fun to compete with them. So I, I guess those kind of the guys that I'm chasing, but we'll see how that goes. Hey, at least I beat you at least once in my career and on a stage. When was that? <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't remember. Uh, so it was up at Peacemakers, a long range stage. I beat you by 16 seconds. Gosh, was that that two gun match? Yeah, or- no, yeah. it was a three gun because it was right. It, I don't remember which match it was right before, but we were using it kind of a prep match since we didn't get a whole lot of training prior. And yeah, uh, you mean Major Driscoll? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember that stage. Yeah, it was with the one with the stump. And, you know, I kind of worked my way through pistol and then long range. I went one for one on each target. And I think I came second place overall on that stage. That's so, it. I'm fine right after this podcast. Never <laughs> happening again. <laughs> Are you coming to the match, uh, you know, on Saturday? <clears throat> Don't put me on the spot like that. No, you're not. No, you're not registered. Uh, wow, you've been looking. Okay, yeah, I'm not registered. I'm probably going to be trying to be a carpenter on a school bus and at it. So that's what my Saturday looks like. Yeah. So I, I did ask you the question, what was your most memorable trip? But now I'm going to get a little bit more specific. What was the most memorable match, the most memorable match that you've shot and what would you say is your biggest accomplishment and most memorable performance? I know it's like three for one, but shoot. yeah, yeah, that's a lot in there. Um, nationals, uh, USPSA nationals, I think it was like late 2019, yeah, before COVID hit. I knew you were um, gonna say that, <laughs> you know me well, I do. Uh, me and uh. Sergeant Loreno, now Sam Loreno, um, went down and it was just us two shooting that together. Uh, really good time. We had a really good um, training uh, week up to it, too. It's just him and I train on the range and getting a lot of uh, solid reps in. Uh, but that was kind of the first. I'd had success in other matches before that, but this is like the biggest one. Um, and I just like try to have a good time. I think there's a strong correlation between that and shooting well. Um, and the shot, like, I thought really well. So it was cool. I mean, it was, like, 
not like a top three finish or anything. Um, but it was kind of one of those, like the first moment, like, wow, it's could be like decent at this. Um, yeah. And so I ended up like making it on the super squad the next year, which was something that like, I'd watch those guys on shooting USA. And I was like, wow, I'll never be on like, never be there. And, uh, Turns out I still was never on shooting USA. They never interviewed me or anything. When they filmed, I sucked. So, like, uh, but it was, uh, yeah, that was that was a, a pretty big match. Like, it, I, I did well, and I was pretty proud of it. And it was definitely, like, the, um, the highest I'd shot at that big of a USPSA match. And it kind of showed that while the train was paying off, and it was the first moment I realized, like, well, maybe I could – do this maybe it could be like up there with the top guys so and we got to go like stuff and like we stayed at a cool hotel so there we go i gotta get like the non-match stuff was in was pretty cool there too and so we've so we we've talked about you know you being a match director in the marine corps marksmanship competitions marine corps championships and you and i personally on the side have talked about potentially becoming match directors ourselves. So what does that look like if we actually do it? Yeah, I, I know we've definitely tossed the idea around. I would love to keep running matches with you. Um, one thing that I don't know if we're ever going to do it or not. I think we're planning on it, but I do too. I think we just need to kind of both get stable in our lives mm-hmm. after the Marine Corps. Yeah, there's a lot of open-ended questions right now on what my life will look like and your life too. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that I think would be really cool to see, and I think James Gill kind of looked at this too, or he um, had the idea for it was like a match where there's like one division and like you compete in that division or you don't compete in the match. And he wanted to be like super focused on just like all the best shooters there trying to win the match. Um, I really, really like the, the setup that we have with the Marine Corps matches, uh, where, you know, there's like four to five to six, sometimes depending on which ones they run, uh, regional matches. And if you place in the top 10%, you get to go to the championship match. Uh, I think that would be really cool to replicate on the civilian side, um, in some capacity because it really, what? I was just going to say it would be a true championships as you know, at that point, it's not necessarily about, you know, money prize tables or anything. It's about who truly is the best. You have to earn your way into that championships. Yeah. Yeah. It drives, it drives the competition. I mean, let's be real. Every three gun we match, we shoot, it's called championship. <laughs> and they're really fun to shoot. And I guess most USPSA or a lot of big ones, like either section champ, state champ, area, uh, area, national champ. Like USPSA does a little different job of that um, because national championships, there are all the best shooters there um, or most of them. Uh, so it'd be, it'd be cool to like, I think a lot of the guys who compete in these sports are looking for that cutting edge like competition like they have to fight for it type of thing and i think it can be pretty hard to capture in three gun 
uh, because there's not like one governing organization. And I don't know if there ever will be, um, but it'd be cool to have a series of matches where, hey, you don't get to shoot in this championships unless you earn your way there. And then it's like, no crap, like all out brawl for the top at that championship. And I don't know, like it'd be cool to just have like straight cash prizes, pretty much trying to relive the three gun nation time. Because mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't into three gun on in the deep level uh when three gun nation was around and i was like man that'd be so cool it'd be fun to kind of recreate some of that competition that that fostered what would you want to run like i know well i mean we kind of talked about that whole idea together and i like true to true to what you said is kind of the direction i'd want to take it i you know uh my only thing you know kind of how we how we did it in on the in the shooting team um you can only compete within the region that you live so you have to have an address broken down by that region so you can't jump over to the east coast if you're from the west coast and vice versa you can't go come from the south you know you have to shoot within your regional i don't know uh just just a thought you know you, you know there would probably be some you know, differences like people are, Oh, I can't make it during the match at this time. Can I compete in this? Okay, sure. Just because, you know, you didn't compete in that other one, but you can't double dip is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah. Be cool. I mean, I was to run tears like that with you. Whenever you guys end up running, uh, sign me up for it. Cause championships in 2021 was awesome. That was a legitimately great event. Ran smooth. That was my first uh, taste of championships. And that's always, you guys spoiled me. I told them that all the time. You guys spoiled the shit out of me. <laughs> that was, if you would have like had a question, I was my favorite match to run. That was like, I know like Matt and I are, are so proud of that match. And obviously the whole team made it happen, but that was. Well, man. from, from Sam, making the stages and Raider making the stages and the whole team just getting together. And like, it was something we were all just very proud of because it was something so different than what we've seen before. And it was just, it was a truly fun experience. It was exhausting, but at the end of the day, it was, it was something that was memorable. Not that exhausting though. We were getting done at like pretty early compared to Let's say at Oki when we were going to like deep into the night setting up stages. Well, I remember championships in 2019 where we were getting rained on and everything else. And like it was just it it almost felt like there was one catastrophe after the other And, and not like big catastrophe. It was just natural, you know, natural conditions that was just ruining it for us. It was April and it was like 40 degrees out raining. Yeah, that was rough. But yeah, 2021, like I remember us having uh, just in my office there, how we'd always like write stuff up on that whiteboard. Um, We were just like sketching out the idea of this match. And it was almost kind of just like, everybody like, oh, we could do this. We could do this. We could add this in. And uh, it kind of seemed like one of those ideas that would never actually like get approved. And when I was actually like, yeah, sure, do it. I was like, whoa, we we couldn't believe it. Um, 
yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. So I'm glad to hear that you enjoyed it on the competitor side because we really enjoyed running it um, on the staff side. Yeah, uh, it even made staying in Camp Sh- up Shurusima okay, which, I, I mean, I think I got a lot of time bonding with uh, the other shooters being stuck in the same squad bay with the Paris Island shooting team. Um, definitely. I, I made some good friendships during that championships because I was receiving text messages in the, the late afternoon of turkeys being there and it being turkey season and me not being able to grab my bow and go kill a turkey. But no, it was, it was pretty cool. Like just the people that you meet, like, and it, you know, I, I love traveling out to matches on the civilian side because you're always going to meet phenomenal people and you're always going to make good connections. But on the Marine Corps side, it's like we all share a bond that you're never going to get anywhere else. And to be able to share your passions with people who wear the same cloth as you and see the reaction on their face whenever they figure something out or they try something new and they really enjoy it. It's, it's, it's a pretty cool experience to go through. Yeah. Yeah. There's been (laughs) one or two times where I've scrolled through like the old shooting team posts on like social media and just like reliving all the memories there or like just looking through old pictures and like all those. And it's usually like either very funny situations on the range uh, or very funny situations off the range, uh, that, that really stick out. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird knowing that that's going to be, I mean, we're going to keep shooting matches for a long time, but, um, that type of camaraderie, uh, is something that it's, it's not going to be recreated on the civilian side. So it's pretty special, uh, pretty special thing to have. So I got to say, before we end this, is there anything you would like to leave the listeners with? Uh, let's see. Um, I guess kind of it, it's going back to one of the previous questions, but just being at a different um, unit now and looking at the shooting team from the outside. Uh, first off, makes me like very appreciative. And I'm, I'm lucky to work with a lot of really good guys at my unit new unit now too um but very appreciative like the guys that are at the shooting team the quality of talent that they're bringing in um and then also seeing like their continual drive to like prove their existence because i know we've talked about a bunch before like if it's actually true or not who knows but like we've heard the stories like people calling the shooting team an expensive luxury um and I think they're they're definitely doing um, some good things now that are trying to disprove uh, that if anybody actually said it. Um, so, yeah, I think continual improvement on the team is uh, the way to go. Like we always have to fight for our existence, um, and then also just just pick up a gun and get good with it. Doesn't matter what um, you got to commit your time to it building a bunch of match experience. Like I know people are big on the dry fire routines and the practice routines, and that's really important, but like shooting every local match that you can, especially in the beginning, uh, makes a huge difference and builds up uh, a ton of skill that you might not realize. Um, 
So that way anything you come across is really nothing new. Um, yeah, that, that's all I got. And make some good friends along the way. Nobody, it's no fun to be around the dude he's so worried about his performance or is going around and telling everybody about how bad he just did. It's no fun to be around that guy. Mm-hmm. So just like, be a good dude and then ask people about like more than they're shooting, ask them about like their personal life or who they are as a person, because that's going to bring a lot more fulfillment to go into all these matches. I would totally agree. Frank, you got anything? No, we should absolutely condense people into just their shooting ability. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you're spot on. Um, I thought this was a great conversation, Uh, Chris. I appreciate the chance to pick your brain. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's it's fun to be back on. And um, I've been really enjoying listening to your guys' podcasts. Uh, Past couple have been pretty stinking on point. I thought thought they flowed really well. I'm I'm pumped. It's me excited. Well, I do appreciate this. And this is not a farewell to my captain, oh, captain. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, I'm going to miss having you around. We're both leaving this year. Um, I'm looking forward to having you at my retirement ceremony as my retiring officer. Uh, I really appreciate the friendship and the bond that we've created. And I look forward to seeing your success in the future. And to all my listeners, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this and let us know what you think.